Hi, welcome to Rest is Best, a podcast brought to you by Healthy and Sleep. My name's Laura, and I firmly believe that when it comes to sleep, rest is best, and how you get there is a unique and personal journey between you and your little one. But let's face it, sometimes navigating that journey can be exhausting. That's why I've created this podcast. It's for mums, dads, and parents-to-be who want practical, effective, and uncomplicated advice to help you and your family get a little more rest. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome to the second episode of the Rest is Best podcast. I'm bringing you this episode a little bit early this week because I've got some really exciting news to share. Uh, So I thought I would put it out there to the world um, and try and see if I can get some excitement going for um, the big thing that's coming next week. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Last week on the podcast, I spoke about the science behind sleep cycles and the reasons that after the age of four months, you may find that your baby is a lot harder to settle through the night and for naps. And uh, I touched on some ways that you could get support during that time and some of the things that you can do to resolve those wakings. One of the things I talked about was teaching your child to fall asleep independently um, and thus being able to link sleep cycles overnight and fall asleep independently for naps as well. So since last week's episode, I've gotten loads and loads of questions and loads of DMs on Instagram um, about what that actually means. Um, and what that process looks like. So today's episode is all about teaching independent sleep. What does it mean? Uh, How is it done? Why would you do it? And where can you get support or who can help you navigate that journey of teaching your little one to fall asleep independently? Um, So before we jump into the nitty gritty, I'm actually going to make the special announcement now um, because it's very timely. Um, if you've been following Healthy and Sleep on Instagram for the past week, you will have seen snippets of me chatting about a new product that I am launching next week. This is something that I have wanted to do for such a long time. And because I've been able to continue to grow Healthy and Sleep and gain more experience, um, I am finally at the point where I can put all of my tech knowledge um, that I've learned, particularly over the last uh, 12 months, building my website and uh, creating this podcast and all the other things that I've managed to figure out on my own into practice. And I have created an online sleep coaching experience for you that I am just so proud of. Halcyon Sleep School will be going live next week, just in time for my birthday. Uh, And this is where you will have access to your very own sleep coaching course online. So you're probably wondering what the big deal is with that. Uh, At the moment, I offer a range of one-to-one support options, which are more pricey, um, but you get more in-depth, personalized support for you and your baby. 
Then I offer my self-led sleep guides, which come in a PDF form, and they are around 60 pages long, lots and lots of information, lots of text. Um, And so, you know, if you are able to get through them and read everything um, clearly, then you will see amazing success rolling that plan out as well. However, Halcyon Sleep School is something completely different. Halcyon Sleep School takes the power and intimacy of a one-to-one sleep support package and the convenience and affordability of self-led sleep coaching to give you an independent sleep coaching program that will have you and your family sleeping more peacefully again within a week. I'm going to be hosting a free sleep coaching webinar on Monday um, where I'll cover an introduction to baby and toddler sleep coaching from five months to four years, what it means to have a child who sleeps independently. I'll discuss different sleep coaching methods and how to roll out a sleep plan. And you'll get an exclusive sneak peek at Healthy and Sleep School courses, plus early access to special pricing and offers. And we will end with a Q&A on teaching independent sleep. So spaces are super limited for that. So head to my website or Healthy and Sleep Instagram to sign up so you don't miss out. Very on topic for this week's podcast, uh, what is sleep coaching and what does it mean to teach your child to sleep independently? Let me start off by saying there are a lot of opinions when it comes to this topic and there honestly is no right or wrong. I'm going to be sharing my beliefs and talking about what I am trained and certified in and the things that I have experience with, with my own son and with all of the the families and babies that I work with in this job. When it comes to baby sleep and how they sleep, there's two different camps. There's one camp with the belief that it's biologically normal for your baby to wake multiple times in the night. And so the best thing to do is to respond each time until they start sleeping more consistently on their own, which usually happens anytime after one to two years. The other camp, which is the camp that I'm in, believe that 100% yes, it is biologically normal for babies to wake frequently in the night for all the reasons I discussed on the last episode of the podcast. But we also believe that although we are biologically driven to sleep, The skill of falling asleep and sleeping through the night and linking sleep cycles is something that is learned. And whether you teach your child how to do this or they eventually learn themselves, every human being needs to learn how to sleep through the night. The important thing to consider here is what these wake-ups mean for you. If your child is waking frequently in the night and you're okay with getting up each time to respond with a feed or rocking or comforting or however you like, then you should absolutely continue to do so. Not teaching your child independent sleep is not going to do them any harm. In fact, whatever is making you and them happy and whatever is giving you joy is going to be the best thing for your child. The one thing I would say is that it is important to teach children boundaries as they get older. And sometimes those boundaries will be related to sleep. Um, So there will be times where you need to 
respond in a different way or, um, you know, teach your child that it is time to go to bed and it is not time to get up, um, you know, and go through that process as a family. Now, on the other hand, if you're like most families who I work with and speak to, the relentless night wakings and perpetual catnaps really start to take a toll on you. We live in a world right now where support is limited. We don't have access to our village. And even if we did, getting up to rock your baby back to sleep six times a night might still not be the best thing for you. Choosing to teach independent sleep or not is simply a parenting choice. It's like choosing how to educate your child in anything else. Everything has pros and cons, and so it is completely down to what works for your family. And that is it. That's all that goes into it. Sleep coaching is one of these few things in life where there is literally no evidence that can say what lasting effects it has or doesn't have on your child. But there is a lot of evidence to say that When we are looking at things like secure attachment and fostering empathetic, beautiful, kind children who will grow up to have amazing relationships in their future, the mother's emotional state is the number one factor in how that plays out. So if your emotional state is happy, calm, relaxed when you're having these bedtime battles or you're waking frequently in the night to attend to your child, then that is the best thing for you and your child. But if you are not, which I would say the majority of us aren't, the majority of us don't find joy in getting up a million times a night and rocking our baby to sleep for hours and hours If your emotional state is being affected by that and you are feeling anxious or you are feeling nervous or down or exhausted, that is not a good emotional state for your child to feed off. And trying to put on this hat of being able to regulate your emotions and be responsive and be empathetic towards your child when you are severely sleep deprived is near impossible and I wouldn't expect even the most patient, calm, incredible parent um, to be able to do that every day. Sleep deprivation is a form of torture for a reason. Um, It affects everything we do and I would hate for anyone to feel like They are hitting rock bottom before it's okay to make a change. So what would that change look like? There are a multitude of ways to teach your child to sleep independently. And there are lots of different names for it as well. The most common name is sleep training. Um, I prefer to use the term sleep coaching because it is about coaching the parent and coaching the child through the process. Training is sounds very, um, you know, like this is what you need to do, go and do it. And that's just not what it is. 
Um, you might have also heard of it called uh, sleep teaching. There are lots and lots of different ways that um, this process is described. If you listened to the podcast last week, you will understand what is happening throughout the night as your child is waking every couple of hours or so. And that is they are looking for the thing that put them to sleep. So it is a widely accepted notion that the initiation of sleep, whether that be independent or non-independent, will then dictate how your child behaves throughout the rest of the night. So if they are falling asleep being rocked, every time they cycle out of a sleep cycle overnight, which we know is around every 90 minutes, they will wake looking for the same thing that got them to sleep in this circumstance being rocked. When we teach independent sleep, we are teaching your child that they can initiate sleep without being rocked or without being fed or without being held. And this is all it is. We need to show them how to initiate sleep because once they know how to do that on their own, they can then do that throughout the night and eventually they will do that for naps as well and that's when we see these nice big one and a half two hour naps happening because your child has developed the skill to link two sleep cycles together and have a nice long restorative nap which is where they get into that beautiful deep sleep where their cells regenerate they get their energy back and they're ready to continue on with their day. So when it comes to teaching this skill, it's not something that you can just do off the cuff. Um, You can't just read lots of different things on Google and try and, you know, attempt a few things one night and then something else the next night. It is a real process for you and your child to go through and it takes a lot of consistency And just like when you learn any other new skill or any other habit, you have to practice and you need to be there for your little one to help them practice. So when we talk about falling asleep independently, we need to give them the space to do that. This looks different for every child and every family. But the one thing I always say to parents is try to remember not to emulate your experience and how you're feeling through the process with what your child is. Babies and children are very resilient and sometimes we make the mistake of assuming however we must be feeling about a situation, whether that be scared, happy, sad, envious, must be how our child is feeling too. But that simply is not the case. Whatever your baby is feeling and going through, all they need to know is that you are there when they need you. It's normal for babies to seek reassurance in situations they're not used to or when they're learning a new skill, but that doesn't mean that they feel abandoned or frightened or anxious. They are experiencing the world completely differently to us. So it's just important that when you're supporting your child through any change in life, whether it be through teaching independent sleep or sending them off to school for the first time, that you remember that. That's why it's really important to work with a sleep coach that gives you 
you know, a few different options for sleep coaching methods because different children respond differently depending on their temperament. And it's not about you. (laughs) Um, As mean as that sounds, it's not about you and how you feel when you go through this process. Obviously, you need to feel confident and you need to feel calm that going through this process and doing this is the right thing for you and your family. But it's more important to use a method that suits your child. So for example, if you have a very social, determined, excitable baby who is trying to fall asleep on their own, if you are going into the room every couple of minutes, or if you're in the room trying to, um, you know, support them and pat their bottom and whatever it is that you're doing to try to get them to sleep, that is potentially going to prolong the process and hinder them in being able to develop and practice this skill on their own. Whichever method you are using to teach your child independent sleep, the key thing is the first time they figure out how to fall asleep without being rocked, without being fed, without being held is huge. That is the biggest moment of this whole process. That first time that they initiate sleep completely on their own turns the dial and it's only forward from that moment. From that moment on, it's just about practice. So for the first couple of nights, Your baby will be practicing this skill of falling asleep on their own throughout the night and for bedtime. And then usually by the third night, they're like, hey, I get this now. I am totally confident in doing this. And you will be starting to see massive differences in their ability to stay asleep overnight and the length of time it's taking them to fall asleep at bedtime. Even though I'm saying independently on their own, you are there to guide them through this process. It is not about you popping them in a room and saying goodnight and leaving them to figure it out on their own. You are offering reassurance when they need it. And it's about being able to read your baby and really understand when they're asking for that reassurance. Because a lot of the time, our babies whinge and protest and make all sorts of funny noises when they're winding down, when they're figuring things out. That doesn't mean they're asking us to come in and do it for them. That just means that they're figuring it out and they need a bit of space. But when they do need you, they will tell you and their communication style will change. And that is when you will be there to reassure them, to comfort them, whether that's you're already in the room because you're doing a method where you stay in the room or whether that's you're in there within a couple of minutes because you're doing a method where, you know, you are on standby for them when they need you. Whatever method and process that you're going through At no point will your baby feel like you've abandoned them or feel like they've been left 
to fend for themselves because that is just not how the majority of sleep coaches that I know and and certainly myself, that is not how this process works. Once your child has learnt to initiate sleep on their own, they will start sleeping through the night unless they require night feeds, which you will still continue to give them. And if you're breastfeeding, that is perfectly okay. You can continue to breastfeed um, through the night if your baby needs it. And if you're bottle feeding, you will continue to offer a bottle until your baby doesn't need it through the night anymore, which in my experience is usually once they are established on three solid meals a day. So I would always advise clients to follow baby's lead, keep at least one night feed in until that point where they are ready and actually the feed is causing more disruption overnight because they're then not hungry for their morning feed. So at that point, we would look to drop that feed completely. The beauty of going through this process and giving your child this gift of independent sleep is it not only gives them the tools to be able to get the rest and the deep sleep that they need to learn and grow and develop, but it gives you the opportunity to go out and do the things that you love, like a date night with your husband or your wife or going out with the girls or going out with the boys or whatever it is that you have felt too restricted by the weight of having to put your child to sleep every night that weight will be lifted and that is good for you that is good for your family and that is good for your child as well so I hope that has given you a little bit more insight into what this whole sleep coaching teaching independent sleep thing is all about Um, But if you would still like to learn more, then please head to my website or check out Halcyon Sleep on Instagram and sign up for my free sleep coaching webinar, which is being held on Monday. And we are going to cover in depth all about baby and toddler sleep coaching, what it means to have a child who sleeps independently discuss the different sleep coaching methods and how to roll out a sleep plan. And then, of course, you will get your exclusive sneak peek at Healthy and Sleep School courses and access to early bird pricing and offers, um, which is something I am just so excited about. Um, I can't wait to launch. I want to do it now, but I know that I need to make sure that Everything is perfect. And so when you are ready to go on this journey of teaching independent sleep, you know you have an affordable and accessible option to do this from the comfort of your own home. So thank you for listening. I will see you next week. I've got some really exciting stuff coming up. And if you liked this episode of the podcast, please don't forget to rate and subscribe. And make sure you've got your automatically de- automatic downloads turned on so you get each and every episode live into your podcast inbox every single time I release one. Thank you. Speak soon.